Laughlines is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. Must be 21 or older. All right, welcome to Laugh Lines, a show that combines very funny people with my very serious gambling addiction. We're going to discuss and dissect pop culture through the perverted, depraved, and sinful lens of gambling. Let's bring in my co-host. She's also the co-host of the Megan Fun of Sports Podcast on Money Grab Feed. And if that wasn't enough, WWE's Raw Talk, WWE The Bump, and SmackDown Lowdown on Peacock Network. She is doing so much right now. She's also featured contestant in The Golden Bachelor, which goes against her young husband's wishes. Anyway, Megan Conley, great to have you aboard. Del, I might as well at this point. I haven't seen Andrew in a month now, but tomorrow I finally get to go home, be out of the hotel, and life um, slowly will start to be a little bit more normal, I guess, sort of, kind of. Can I tell you right? something? You're going to miss the yeah. hotel. You always miss no, the I hotel. No, yes, you, you will. I, no? I think when all is said and done, I will have spent 37 nights in this hotel. No, I will not miss this hotel. Absolutely not. No, I need a house. I need a kitchen. I am so sick of eating meals out. I'm, yeah, I'm sick of it all. Get me in a house. What do you mean? What's the best meal there? Where you're in Connecticut, right? Well, I, I try to eat healthy. You know what I mean? Ugh. So, no, I don't know what you mean. I'll take your word for it. Just, but I mean, look, mean? the camera amps 10 pounds. So you got to, you know, watch the figure. But I don't yeah, know. I haven't that's really why had we any do podcasts. It's, Mostly it's audio. It's a, a highway state. They should just pave the whole thing over. It's basically, it's New York and Boston, and then Connecticut should just be the highway that is through it. And I have to live there. So Interesting. You don't have to live anywhere. You can do whatever you want. I do. Well, I mean, I need a job. There, the job there are still like choices, there. like three or four choices a person can still make in this country. And I think so that's I one just of say, them. I just say no, and then I don't have a job? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think okay, so. All right, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll speaking think about of it that, get back to that dovetails perfectly into our next guest. <laughs> Let's bring him on because he, he basically did just that. But we're going to have him on right now. Is he in here? He is here. Here he is. One of my closest pals, Megan. Not to mention one of the top five greatest announcers in Jimmy Kimmel Live history. Check Variety. <laughs> Check it out. That's right. They have him listed. Uh, top, some have three, some have four. He's definitely in the top five from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. And now the Defiant. Legendary ska frontman and tattoo abuser Dickie Barrett. What's happening, Dickie? Now, what is the top five list? Who do you got? Milanakis? <laughs> Milanakis. Super. The guy they have now, Super Dave. Um, the I'm entire staff. There's actually only four, and somehow you ended up five. five. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That's quite an accomplishment. Dickie, Jimmy this used is to uh, have me at yeah, number no. 11 on the top 10 Boston Rockers. Oh, that's true. We did do bands to come out of Boston. And he said, what was the thing with that? He says he doesn't think you cracked the top 10. <laughs> with the straight face, in all seriousness. <laughs> and then he could only come up with eight and then said, I know you're that's not in enough. the top 10. <laughs> it was like the Cars. <laughs> who was it? New Kids on the Block are from Boston or NSYNC? One, one he of had them. James okay. Taylor, which is kind of digging deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> maybe not fair. Yeah, your your name is in Boston is in the band. Well, that you were formula. Well, we'll get to that in a second. I, first I think he had new me. kids, and I think he had the Funky Bunch. <laughs> he had them split up. Yeah, he said. Dicky, this is a uh, Megan, also a masshole. Two of the biggest massholes probably in what the world. Pot, right? Megan, what I'm pot? a fake. I'm a fake masshole. I'm really a mutt. I'm like just one of those dogs you find at the pound. I'm born and raised in Chicago. Then I moved to New York. Then I moved to Boston. Then work moved me to Florida. Now I'm living in a hotel, but I will be in Connecticut in the week. Is All that right. where you're going to live? 
Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> After all that, we have to settle that. Where so in Connecticut? Fairfield. Hey, let me ask you this. Who did you who do you root for? The Yankees or the Red Sox? Uh, if I had to choose between those two teams, I would choose the Red Sox, but I am a White Sox fan, but I'm a Patriots fan as well. I told you, I'm a mutt. You find me at the pound. She yeah, worked no for the Patriots. She, she worked do. for the Patriots. Dickie was a, a limo driver for uh, right outside Gillette Stadium, I think, for, for a while. For Robert right? Kraft? <laughs> <laughs> I might be confusing. Um, no, but we lived so. all over. We lived in Jamaica Plain. We still have a condo in Rosendale. We lived in Brighton. We lived in Somerville. We lived all over. Well, Gypsy. most importantly... Yeah, she's a gypsy. But most importantly, Dickie, she finished the Boston Marathon. You've heard of it, right? In mm -hmm. under three hours this year. And a mutual friend of ours, Kevin Hench, said, so what? That's not an Running is not an athletic achievement. Uh, <laughs> Hench is the best. <laughs> See, Megan thinks he's the worst. <laughs> well, yesterday, Shakari. I'm going to take a different direction, Megan, yes. and say congratulations. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's what I thought. Surprised at Hench at all? That sounds very Henchian. Hench said, Megan, if I may, he said that uh, his his housekeeper runs to catch the bus every day. She's leaving, and uh, he doesn't he count that her. as a sport. He watch. He he roots for her to catch it. Otherwise, he has to drive her wherever. But he does root for her. There is some rooting interest, but he doesn't consider it athletic. I'm very proud of you, but I'm going to have to say go with Hench. I have to. Does you know? Not a sport. <laughs> Running in general is not a sport. Well, like Shakari like Richardson yesterday won the 100 meter dash at the World Championship. That Fantastic was pretty cool. Race. And I texted yeah. Sal and said that she is my current favorite athlete. And Sal replied, "Athlete?" Question yeah. mark. So is what sport. she did is it a sport? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> it's kind of the it's kind of the the original sport, isn't it? The marathon yeah, and the Olympics, yeah. isn't it? Kind of. <laughs> what I should we know. do? I'll, I'll race you to that rock. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. All right, Dickie. Let's talk about this new band now. It's called the Defiant, right? Yes. And I looked it over. I love the song, but there's no dancer in it, which is an immediate turnoff to me. Usually, <laughs> but um, I went dancerless and hornless this time. No horns, no dancer, huh? Um, yeah. I will say I've been walking around the house singing it. It's catchy. You know I like a hook, and this uh, this song has it. We're going to hear it in a second. It's called Dead Language, but uh, the family's happy because it means I've abandoned the Burger King jingle. So it's your song has taken over for the Burger King jingle. So uh, <laughs> you at least got that going for you. But uh, what I, else you want to talk about? I don't really value your opinion as much as I value Archie's. <laughs> what did he say? Okay. He liked it too. He's, he's, he's uh, skipping along to the beat, whatever you do, whatever the cool kids do these days. But yeah, yeah, you um, you made a song for Archie many years ago, right? And I think that's the that's the theme for the Against All Odds podcast. Na, 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 na. Did I, I, uh, I actually sent Archie for most of his life. I would send Archie advanced Boston stuff, mm -hmm. including the last Boston's record, which came out in 2021. Right. And uh, I, I send it before we release it or anything. I send it to Archie and then he writes a real review back to me. Right. You know, they're always good. That's why. Nice. I, but right. uh, Well, he's also hooked on heroin now as a result of uh, your song. So <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's always good. He's yeah. going to be a yeah, duck, yeah. right? <laughs> he's duck. He's going to Oregon. Still, still a month away. But uh, at some point, we're going to drive him up there, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> what would you tell him? After the podcast. Right? 
<laughs> you, you don't think college is for him? What do you think? I think if it's for anybody, it's for him. Really? Interesting. I don't think it's for me. I'm, I'm right. still not going. You could Because you're defiant. Tell us about Defiant. This is like a, uh, a you know, you, you pulled from all different bands to create. The, yes. Was there a draft? Was that like a fantasy draft to get this band together? It's a um, 90s super group. Nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's, the, it's the traveling. We will not be buried. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you very much. Thank you. I worked on that all night. <laughs> well, it worked out. It's Greg really Champ. Uh-huh who wrote all the hits for Smash Mouth. Mm -hmm. It's P. Parada. Are you reading from something? You don't even know your bandmates? You're reading He's a list? He's on his own Wikipedia page. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm drawing. Pressure. You know me. Oh, you're drawing. Okay. Oh, all right. I'm drawing okay. and trying not to make a lot of noise with my pencil. <laughs> um, so who else? I'm like Jimmy. I doodle while I think. <laughs> uh, P. Parada was the drummer for Offspring for 20 years. Mm -hmm. There's a guy that I, I've known for many years called, um, his, his name is Johnny Rio. He was in the Street Dogs from Boston. And then All there's right. Joey LaRocca, who was in the Briggs. Nice. And you've come together and you put together this song, this album. Now, uh, I want to hear, I think we're going to show the video, Eddie. Is that what we have? I really like this song. So, I'm sorry, we're going to talk over this a little, but you're kind of okay. making fun of the, this world and where everybody's just on apps and they're not paying attention and there's no relationships and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And then why fall in love when all this other stuff is going on? Yeah. Forget it. There's no point, right? Who needs that? Who's got like that it. kind of time? I like it. You like it, Megan? Yeah, I do. It's real, though. I mean, we're all on our screens. We're all addicted. It's terrible. It's just disgusting. When I see my screen time for every week, I want to throw up. So I, I get yeah. it. You're right. You're very right. But the irony of it is I've watched yeah. the song first on my phone. So is I'm that a I'm doing this podcast on my phone. Yeah, exactly. There's so a cameo. How do we, how oh, do, oh, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel's in there. Yeah. Cameo. Did you get his permission? He didn't sign off on that. I saw you no, did the jibber jab thing with his mouth to, to avoid a lawsuit. Okay. Come and get uh, me. No, but <laughs> no, but what? So that that's the but that is ironic, right? That I, everybody who's watching is watching on their phone. And so that's where you're getting your likes. That's the damn irony. And then I tell yeah. people to go to uh, to go to their app and stream it. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. The whole social What are you going to do, Sal? I don't know. Megan's on 7,000 text chains. Um, I am, actually. 7,000. How many just, of those text chains are you on, Sal? Uh, I think Every four or five. I think just yeah. with these six. Yeah, you'll be on one by the end of the don't uh, podcast. Don't worry. I'll add so, you to yeah. one. Just yeah. Put me on the Boston one. Okay, There's thanks. one for for just people who don't think marathoners are athletes, and that's do you a, know that, do you know Mario Bosco? Oh yeah, yes. We, we have a whole group chat dedicated to her. Yeah. So she's oh, live on Instagram. She's not in. She's it. not on it, is she? No, no. 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 She's oh, on no. one of them, but oh, she's no. not on the the active one. No. No. She's Why no Mario? Yeah, <laughs> love her. Dicky, what 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 experience do you have with Mario? Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Chicky. 
Oh, he's a good guy. <laughs> we love he's it. from Boston. Mario. Oh, where are you from, Mario? I'm from, from, from Brooklyn. Yep. See? You know where I'm from. <laughs> I think he's had to deal with Mario a lot. She just, you can't um, really take her <laughs> in by yourself. She needs to be shared with others. So there needs yeah. to be a group chat dedicated to Mario and her content. She is yeah. a phenomenon, right? Yeah, yeah she, she just, is. She needs to be shared with the world. What's great is she was our first guest on Laugh Lines this season, and you're our last, Dickie. So I don't know what that says about you or well, we her. we started but, with uh, the best. And, you know. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're going in the wrong direction. <laughs> right. Well, listen, let's take a quick break, and then we're going to play this dumb game that I've saddled you, with you. Okay. I, I do love the song. It's uh, the Defiant Thank you so much, Dead Sam. Language is a song, and maybe we'll play it on the way out, too, but we'll be right back. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesar's can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9 with it, Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF, Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117-NEW YORK, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, we're back. Let's play our game. We're going to take three made-up propositions. We're going to assign them odds like a real Vegas sports book would. And then we're going to use that as a launching point to discuss various topics. And then I'm going to play a little game called Cameo Over Under. Did you understand anything I just said, Dickie? Yes. I, I have I it tattooed on my back. Some of the things you I understood <laughs> okay. we're back. 
<laughs> right. Well, Dickie, right. you're going to love Cameo Over Under, not only the game, but there's a great song involved, too. I think oh, it's yeah. going to be a big hit. <clears throat> you're going to love it. Not as great as uh, Dead Language, but uh, still, it's rising up the charts. All right, so there was some kind of reunion. Babyface, uh, what was the reunion today? Oh, it was uh, it was Paul McCartney and Ringo, right? And they reunited on a Dolly Parton cover? Is that what it was? That is correct. You don't get points for that, but still, that okay. is exactly right. All right, good. So um, all these reunions back and forth, uh, it got us thinking, which reunion would you like to see most? Would it be Brady and Belichick, two to one odds? In sync, 10 to one odds. Kanye and Kim, 20 to one odds. Megan and her kidney, 100 to one odds. Or the field that even, Dickie, you could take any other, uh, the four. Uh, Megan and her kidney, I probably should explain. She gave away her kidney. I think she lost a bet or something like a month ago and she gave yeah, her kidney away. Yeah, six weeks away. ago, I gave my kidney yeah. up. Yeah, you still have it now, but it's somebody else owns it. <laughs> Someone else <laughs> leases it, I think. Is that yeah? Works, they right? pay me rent every <clears throat> month. I just a yeah. nice little Venmo in my account. Do you think <laughs> donating kidneys counts as a sport, Dicky, or no? It's just an activity. Um, more so than running. Okay. Right. Yeah, it is, yeah, pretty athletic. Yeah, right. Hench told me that he didn't think I would donate my kidney, and I said, just watch. So I did it. <laughs> yeah, and he did it. It's he all will about not Hench. donate her kidney. <clears throat> will not. <laughs> Mario made a lot of money off of it. All right, so Dickie, which reunion would you like to see most? Like I said, you could take the field or uh, any of the four we mentioned. That Brady Belichick uh, looks juicy for you right there at the top at two to one. I, I do like that. I, I and you know, but is it Brady and Belichick now, or mm. can can I have them five years ago? I think it's got to be now. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I'm. St- <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I'm still going to go with it. It's okay. you know, Superman and Bill Belichick. What do you miss about it? Because Megan is one of the rare uh, Patriots fans that um, hates Brady. I don't know what I happened. Do, she turned him. her back Whoa. on him uh, completely when this? he, when he went well, to another team, right? Well, Brady had a heel turn. He left, he left the Patriots. I know this was inevitable as many will say, but what I wanted to happen is I wanted hmm. Belichick Brady and Kraft to ride off into the sunset together. I know mm. it may be unrealistic, but it didn't happen. I had to pick a side. I decided to stay loyal to the Patriots and stay loyal to Bill Belichick. So I don't like Tom Brady. Now, I respect Tom Brady. And when Tom Brady comes back for opening night and they honor Tom Brady, I will be yeah. very happy that that happens. And I think he obviously deserves it and more. But I'm. There's not going to be a dry eye on the on the Zoom about the way that it happened. Yeah, it's given us so much, Megan. Yeah, really. Doesn't sound like it. Doesn't sound like you hate Tom Brady. It sounds like you hate the fact that he went to the box. And then the way he acted, he was like, "Oh, it's so much better here." He was doing Mm -hmm. like he just he had this whole aura about him that he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, it was. I was there too for that one. I was sitting. These there millennials, the Dicky. These millennials. They don't get City. it. <clears throat> they um, don't get it. Actually, I, mean, might, I think it's very listen. old school of Megan because Boston yeah. is used to. You know, Kalia Stremski played his whole career. You know, Bobby yeah. Orr, Larry yeah. Bird, that kind right. of stuff. I, I love that. I love that. You know, that's your team. And, you know, it's it's hard to see somebody in a different uniform, but he he had some, you know, it wasn't like he went there and, put, and sat on the bench. He won, he won a Super Bowl. 
Yeah, um, he did want to. I can't. Six, he, seven, the team six. was nothing. She's not old enough to remember uh, Jim Plunkett and Tony Easton sitting in, you know, very cold. Um, yeah, Schaefer Stadium and watching them just tank year after year, and even mm-hmm. Drew Bledsoe, who had some talent, but sure didn't show it in the Patriots uniform. So I understand. Yes, I I was bitter too, and there was a lot of f Tampa Bay from me. Right, but mm-hmm. but I can't. You know, as I I remember him as as I continued age, I will still remember Tom Brady fondly, and and I love the I love the pair. I love the team. Well, is now this that a, he's retired yeah. and done, I'm with you. I can remember him okay. fondly. His story is unbelievable. The fact that he was a six-round draft pick takes over for Bledsoe. Like, the whole story of Kraft even buying the team, of Belichick getting the job, of Brady becoming the starting quarterback, it's one in a million. We will never see this happen again under those circumstances. I was just really salty when he left. Exactly. Wow. How about this? Maybe Dickie gets his wish so that they're honoring him, what, during halftime of that first game against the Eagles? I think Eagles? it's going to be the whole game, the whole weekend, right? But they'll have a yeah. whole, like, when's the ceremony? Is that had, he'll have to say something during halftime, probably, I think. Yeah, or I, I mean, how about the game. The, all right, this is how Dickie gets his wish. Eagles up 17-0 at half. He comes out in a uniform? Comes out in a uniform. Right there. <laughs> Brings him uh, to a, a 27-24 victory. I Bill love it. Bill Belichick rips the sleeves off his sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> what, Megan, you sound like you wouldn't like that. What the I hell would, would be it. better I than would, that? Okay. I would absolutely love it. I, Bill was killing me yesterday on the local radio. He was talking about Taylor Swift. How, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he sat through the impressive. rain with her. Like, yeah, yeah right. he was... He was just killing me. And then when he was asked if he was a Swifty, he was like, what does that mean? You got a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. I was I was cackling. It was very Dickie, funny. how did your daughter handle this Taylor Swift thing? Were you in jeopardy of uh, having to purchase a ticket at any point? Well, like their father, my daughter's weird. My daughter was yeah. more upset about uh, Robbie Robertson dying. Oh, she, interesting. Okay. <laughs> she's in the sixth grade and she loves the band. <laughs> interesting okay so you got to take her to that memorial which was probably a lot less uh, costly <laughs> she's um, still mourning <laughs> all right so dickie's going brady and belichick megan i don't know that you would care too much about that what do you like for best well i looked i saw brady and belichick and i realized we're gonna get that week one mm-hmm. against the eagles in sync Sal, i honestly feel like you made this question for me on saturday i got invited to go to a joey fatone and friends concert at Epcot. what I decided to go yeah i know <laughs> What a, what a name dropper. Yeah, Joey doing? Fatone, look out. But it was like, I'm right shocked after. he has friends. I know. It was like <laughs> him, Ryan Cabrera, Lance Bass. I mean, it was pretty much oh, my version good. of Coachella. I um, see. Went to the concert. It was fun. Good time. Uh, lots of tight pants, lots of gel in the hair. Kanye and Kim, I wish that we could see a normal Kanye. You know, I do. I did like the OG Kanye. I loved his music. And now when you listen to his music, you feel like you're doing something bad. Mm-hmm. So um, I would love to see Kanye just really turn it all around. Um, me and my kidney. Yeah. Um, uh, like no, the you're... person who has my kidney or like, like my actual kidney just comes back to me. No, so like you got to get it. You got to get it back in whatever form it is. Now. Am I like putting it in a jar or am I putting it in my body? No, you got to get it back in, inside you, I think. Yeah. Okay. No? I don't know if I want to go through. It's a, it's a made up again. thing. It's not really to be taken seriously, but good. Is that. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to go, this is unpopular. I'm not going to take the field. I'm going to take Kanye and Kim because Ooh. I think it would mean 
that we get to see Kanye get better, get healthy. And I like their children. They're beautiful. They're cute. And I would love to see one happy family under one okay. roof. All right. Well, listen, for me, uh, the the obvious answer, I'm, I'm staring at it right now. I mean, it should be, I don't want to get, get into it too much, but uh, Dickie and his voice coach, I think, would be uh, the best <laughs> one. Think, anyway. No, um, there's a lot. There's, I mean, Brittany and her ex-husband, I feel bad. I wake up with tears in my eyes. I mean, she deserves to be happy. I wish they got back. Uh, Yeezy and Adidas, um, you know, I know there's people who like to see those. There's, there's like food like uh, TCBY and American malls. You don't see that anymore, Dickie. I love the country's best yogurt. Not around anymore. Um, who else? Carol and Kimmel, Man Show Reunion, 2023. I don't even know Obviously. what that would look like, but count me in. How about, though, my final answer is going to be Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels. That's my oh, favorite Sal, favorite broadcasting team, right? Wouldn't that oh, be good? Oh, it's so good. Oh, I like my that God. too. Let me write that oh, down. Oh, Al. Oh, Al. Write it down. Oh, Al. Chris sliding in at the start of the game. They had great chemistry together. Al would always give some sly comments about the spreads of the game. And, you know, it's. Uh, I really don't think that. I think if they could do it all over again, they would be back with each other. Give me Al and Chris for one more season. Chris sliding in. And by the way, if they those two could call Brady's comeback to the. Patriots, oh my God, we could all get our wish. And wow, if that we played would be at really beautiful. Yeah. I think poor Al's the one who just made out bad in this. I think he's really struggling with Kirk. I think Chris could get along with anybody. Yeah, maybe. The Thursday night thing is tough for Al. All right, Babyface, uh, what did uh, Twitter or X say about this? We put this up for a poll, right? We did. And in fourth place, with only 9% of the vote, Kim and Kanye. Hmm. Bringing up the rear right. People are over there. No one wants that. I do. Not even Kim. I don't even think Kim wants it. Uh, In third place, with 27% of the vote, Megan and her kidney. Oh, sorry, That's pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) She's getting good. Slightly ahead of uh, that, with 28%, Brady and Belichick. (laughs) You lost to Brady and Belichick by 1%. Don't tell me it's the frozen yogurt. Wow! And in Wait, in sync is number one. Well, I, I I would have thought it would have been William and Harry, but it is not. With thirty six percent of the vote, I know Sal, you're a huge JC Chazé fan. In sync, thirty six percent of the vote. It would be weird that our um, listeners would pick In Sync out of all yeah. of those. Interesting. All right, people are what very about- excited about this In Sync reunion. They are okay. I very guess they are. I think you need to re- re- reunite with your listeners, Sal. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, This is not what we thought. I thought you had men listening. (laughs) Well, it's not going to matter much because this is the the last episode for the season, maybe for the series, Dickie. So you should be honored to be on. uh, Okay. I am. But it got us thinking, which is the worst series finale in TV history? Is it Game of Thrones, two to one odds, Lost, five to one odds, Seinfeld, 15 to one odds, Ronda Rousey's MMA career at 30 to 1 odds or the field at even. Dickie, you know how it goes. You could take any of the four we listed or go off on your own. I like um I like the I like Lost, except I, I remember I remember when Lost went down and I was never watching it. Yeah. Even though it was even though it was mandatory at the Kimmel show. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, you I pretended to watch. I'm defiant. Yeah, that's true. Me. <laughs> even back then. So, so I wasn't watching it. I was uh, like, didn't interest me. And uh, 
But I knew there was a lot of devastation. I knew a lot of people were upset about that, except for Jimmy. He liked it, right? He liked the ending. Well, you know, it's one of those things where he's like, no, no, the writers know exactly where they're going with this. Like, oh, all right. That's interesting because it's already been established <laughs> that three of the characters were supposed to be one and done, but they made it through the to the finish line. But okay. Uh, and then it just ended up being, uh, you're, you're probably too young. You didn't watch uh, Megan, right? But it ended up being like a spiritual thing where nothing was really answered and that maybe they were in purgatory. Is that what we're supposed yeah. to take out of that baby face? Is that what it was? I think. I don't even know what the hell we're supposed to think of that finale. It took um, years off my life, Sal. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So that's what you're going to go with? The minute people, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. thinking out loud here. The minute gotcha. that uh, there was a smoke monster, that's when I, that's when I was really proud <laughs> I was not in. <laughs> I, I was like, more than that. one. I forgot about that. That's so stupid. When they said smoke monster, I thought they were talking about Chippy. <laughs> Happy birthday to Chippy today. 84 years old. Today's her birthday. Yeah. Oh, oh, thank you. This is good. Before. I got to call her. Call her again? Give her a ring. Yes, call her up. I will and, call uh, her. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there you go. So not that, but I'm surprised that The Sopranos isn't on here. Yeah. That fell a little short, right? Mm-hmm. And that I did watch every single episode. And then it, then it felt very kind of untangible, nothing you could grasp onto at the end and leaving it open for, for, you know, so they could do more. And then they really didn't do too much more. They kind of went back in time. Um, And I'm also surprised you don't have the favorite uh, series that we always talk about Mets, Red Sox, 86. (laughs) No, that was great. That was the best ending. (laughs) That was the best (laughs) ending. (laughs) That was horrible. It was devastating. No, what was wrong? What was bad about it? I mean, I think there's a documentary out on it and everything. <laughs> it, like so it. much happened. We always talk about Buckner and, and you know, that, but that's the same game that someone parachuted into the game. Right. That's where kind of got the Mets charged up right there. <laughs> you know, parachuted onto the field. What a lunatic, to be fair, right? Yeah, that was game six. So game seven would be the finale. So that, and that, by the way, the Red Sox were winning three, nothing also. So that's a, uh, uh, What's crazier, yeah, the guy parachuting in or Lenny Dykstra? <laughs> <laughs> Lenny Dykstra searching for his teeth in a dumpster, um, you know, uh, uh, last year is probably crazier than any of it. Last year, so, yesterday, probably. Oh, was it yesterday? Yeah, it's probably I happened. I don't know. He's home. probably up to something. Well, maybe right? not a dumpster. I think now it's contained to an actual uh, trash receptacle in his house. I'm going to turn off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut this down if we're going to start bad-mouthing Lenny. I'm sorry. Okay, you're right. <laughs> I thought you brought I, it listen, up. Okay. I had dinner with him one time, Sal, as you might remember. Yeah. And yes, uh, he was always a hero of mine, even though he was on the Mets. Right. He was always there. I just liked his style. Mm-hmm. I was. I always loved Lenny, and uh, it was a thrill I'm, when you introduced me. I'm uh, proud of some of the dinners. Before we move on, I'm proud of some of the dinners I put together, but that specific one was at the Roosevelt, and it was me, you, Lenny, and our friend Brad, who became uh, began choking at the table on meat because whenever he has meat, he um, whenever he has meat around people, he eats fast because he knows he has this parachute of where we could save him when he starts choking on meat. These are his words. So, can mine. I tell you? Can I? Yeah. Can I break in? Please do. So I'm sitting there and it's like, you know, he's all the stories and he's and he's going off. Tell, Lenny's telling us all these stories. And I'm just I'm sitting next to Lenny and across from Brad. And I'm so thrilled. And you're like, you got to get over here, Dickie. I get over there and we're, you know, 
eating and Lenny's just going on and on and on. And then I look over and I see Brad grabbing his throat and turning uh-huh. blue. And I'm thinking, all I could think in my head was, please, Brad, not now, <laughs> not, not now. And then well, I turned to Lenny and I said, excuse me. I jumped up like many have it before me, grabbed Brad, gave him the Heimlich maneuver. The meat yeah. came shooting out of his mouth. <laughs> Sat back down, like hoping it didn't interrupt Lenny's stories. Lenny had to look, his eyes were like saucers. Yeah. What the f- was that? What just happened? I'm like, no, 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 he does it all the time. Yeah. I can't believe what I, you just saved his life. Dick, you had to snap to action because I, my first reaction is to it's grab the phone grab and start phone. to record. So I'm like, all right, I hope someone else picks up the mess here. And you were there to, uh, yes, you applied the Heimlich maneuver. Yeah, Lenny was, when, when Lenny's uh, at a loss for words, you know, it's uh, something else. I so know go ahead. a so, lot of gals around my age who are TV people, and Lenny has slid into their DMs. So really? Watch out. Oh, yeah. A lot of girls that are like, this guy, Lenny Dykes. I'm like, oh, and I just laugh because they don't even know who he is. But be I'm careful. Like, I He's- respond to that one. You you specifically should be careful. He's looking for a kidney, but not for his body. He wants to sell it. He has some debts oh, to pay. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't Quickly, have any more. So. I've never slid into anybody's D- DMs. Is that creepy? Just creepy. No matter yeah, what. I mean, it depends on the context of the situation. Yeah, yeah you've done it a million time. times. It's and it's okay, right, Megan? It's okay for you to slide into. Well, can I just tell Double a quick, quick little break-in yeah. story here? We're moving to Connecticut. We're redoing this house, and we need to put in central air. And my husband is, like, obsessed with podcasts and Simmons yeah. and Sal and Rasul. Oh, it's like oh. all of his man crushes. So the, the producer of the Rosillo podcast, this guy's Steve Cerruti. So we're like looking to get central air. And my husband's like, oh, you know what you should do? Because we got this quote that was astronomical. He's like, Steve Cerruti's dad installs AC in Connecticut. And I was like, how do you what know that? And he's like, because he said it on the podcast. You have a blue check mark. So if you DM him, he'll see it. Can you do it? It's like, Andrew, he's going to think I'm a psycho. But yeah. he's like, just write it. It won't be that weird. It won't be that weird. So I was like, can you read this before I send it? And anyways, he responded, sent us a great contact for Central Air. And it wasn't yeah. creepy at all, I don't think. He but, responded uh, with a restraining order. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, so that's I guess in certain circumstances, it might not be that weird. Yeah, but only if you need Central Air, Dickie. Otherwise, so, uh, otherwise, how old is the house you bought? Built in 1950. Okay, not oh, that Dickie old. Loves it. Dickie loves that, right? Yeah. Dickie, how old was your house in Monrovia that you burnt down to uh, collect the insurance? <laughs> was that not I didn't happening? burn it down, but I did collect the insurance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know how I got the contractor that actually burnt the house down. <laughs> he pulled up, and I was going to, you know, get a few different quotes and a few different uh, contractors were going to come by. This guy had a Patriots bumper sticker oh, no. <laughs> in Monrovia, California. And I go, you got the job. <laughs> he barely got out of his truck. <laughs> and he burnt any faulty wiring led to job. I'm, I'm across yeah. town sitting poolside. Cause, cause we couldn't live in the house while he was renovating it. Right. He calls me. He's like, I'm like, Hey, what's going on, man? See his number. He goes, what's going on? He goes, your house is on fire. <laughs> I'm like, what? Come on, get out of here. And then hung up. And then I heard sirens and fire trucks drove across town. I'll tell you the best part of the story, and I'll try to make it fast. The best part is drove all your memorabilia went, went up in flames. No, no, that, that's I, not the best part. A lot of stuff went up, but when I got there, 
They were stretching the guy with the Patriots bumper sticker out of my house into the ambulance from smoke <laughs> inhalation. He was sweating a pipe. Uh, talk to your contractors. They'll know what I'm talking about. Sweating a pipe in the bathroom, but up in the house because the house was so old that had newspaper insulation, like old newspaper yeah. stuff. And that stuff caught on fire and burnt the whole top floor. Oh, my God. A week before my wife was up there and she was like organizing the office and she's like mm. making some room for some of her stuff. And, uh, and then I went up into the office and I looked around and I had some Muhammad Ali autographed boxing gloves in like a, in like a cubicle and they were no longer on the shelf. I was like, eh, and I went downstairs and she's looking at me. She's like, what? And I go, oh, nothing, nothing. She goes, it's the boxing gloves, right? They're in the closet. And I go, okay, it's cool. And then I'm thinking, what is cooler than Muhammad Ali autographed boxing gloves? Like, what could yeah. we possibly, you know, potted plant? Um, right. So, <laughs> I didn't. I don't know what could replace them, but I put up with it. But a week later, the fire happens. Oh, no. So the stuff's burning and burning. All of a sudden, one of the firemen come running out, and he's holding the Muhammad Ali boxing gloves. Wow. Nice. And he's, and he's, got, he's covered in soot. He's like... I saved, I found these in the closet. My wife's looking at me like, my photo albums. That's what he said. Oh my God, you're giving me so much anxiety right now because my house as we speak is being renovated and I'm not there. And in the basement of the house, I have hidden my Super Bowl ring because I got one for when I used to work for the Patriots. Oh, and yeah, I didn't want good. the movers to come anywhere near it. So I hid it in the basement. And if mm. this house sets on fire, I'm so. And sure. what's the address of this place, Megan? Where where can people uh, come visit? <laughs> Connecticut. We know the town. Stop. I'm so much anxiety now talking about this. Yeah. This is not well, good. this has now turned into a home renovation. Which year is the ring? <laughs> oh, the most boring Super Bowl of all time, the Los Angeles Rams one. The most recent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my mother, my mother we watched at Adam's place, and my yeah, mother said, yeah, yeah. Adam. Adam was like, ah, that was a really boring game. And my mother goes, well, at least we won. And then Adam looked at her and goes, yeah, we sure did. <laughs> He's a Rams fan. He's a Rams guy. <laughs> By the way, wasn't that the Super Bowl? Uh, Brad spilled Skittles all over your mother? Yeah. It's becoming all about Brad. Yeah, we should have Brad. 79-year-old woman. <laughs> well, he doesn't. He doesn't Pouring check. He's a bag of Skittles. And they just check down ideas. on her. <laughs> But also, do you think like was looking at her going, what the hell was that? In a weird way, I know your house burned down, but you got the gloves. It was okay. Nobody got hurt. It was all good. And then you came out on top because you got the insurance. Money the insurance. I didn't because I never had any real experience with any insurance, but it yeah. was stuff that was junk mm -hmm. like that. That was just like fire damage, but was bad before the fire. They completely restored this is really? very Patriots-like. Um, this is like Firegate. You know what I mean? So maybe that yeah. guy really is like from Belichick's coaching tree. And like, yeah, do you keep in just, you keep in touch with him, Dickie? Did he survive? Actually, did you talk to him after the? I talked to him for a few over? years later. Like we kind of lost touch. <laughs> All right, you changed your life, I think, a little bit. And it, he burnt down my house. You know what? You, what you, <laughs> you can only thank him so much. I know. All right, but Dicky, so we, I, it sounded like you were going to go uh, veer off into Seinfeld potentially for this. Uh, Seinfeld, yes, but the only thing about the trouble I'm having with Seinfeld is I feel like they redeemed themselves when they when they took it to Kirby enthusiasm. Uh, okay, yeah, it didn't right? actually end. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I think that that, that stuff was so great. You know. Uh, right. Still is. Bob Einstein at the table now. read. Oh, super is the best. Super, uh, super the best. at the table read was insane. 
I have uh, one for you. I got you. a joke for you. <laughs> have Jerry, have you at, heard this one? Look <laughs> at his jokes on uh, on Curb Your Enthusiasm. You can find them on YouTube. Um, I'll, I'm with you, though, Dickie. Like, 16 years later, I'm still bummed out about The Sopranos ending. I, I think we're one of the few that, like, everyone has come to love it or loved it immediately, but the TV going black seems just to be a cop-out. Like, they're eating onion rings and Meadow is parallel parking for the last 10 minutes. It's just not acceptable ending for one of the great crime dramas in, in history, right? It's We're supposed to figure it out ourselves. And I think it, it, it gave birth to do-it-yourself TV, which I don't, I don't love. So, As a television writer yourself, <clears throat> and I've yeah. been around a few of you guys, yeah. it's, a, it's a daunting, like to so many home runs, and that goes for Seinfeld. Right. And and so many great like, how do you end it? Like, there's nothing that can compare what what you connected you to it to write yeah. to that level for the last episode. I, I mean, it's to, if you, when you get it right, you know, maybe and Megan's way too young to remember the ending of the Bob Newhart show. Yeah. You know? And that I was mean, the start of it's all a dream kind of thing. Right. But yeah, I don't love what the Sopranos did. I don't know. It's a bummer. It's a bummer for me, but I'm going to give you one, Dickie. Maybe you weren't thinking of this. I know you jokingly said the Mets, uh, Red Sox, Lakers, Celtics, 2010. Um, mm -hmm. Remember that game seven ended 83, 79 Lakers. Megan, you were very, very young, right? Then I know. I remember 2010. Yeah, oh, no, you remember that it. young. Kobe, <laughs> Kobe, I think was four for 24 or something. And the Lakers still won 83, uh, 79. And that was, is not fun being around, uh, Jimmy, right? Dickie as a, Jimmy made me wear, wear a leprechaun uniform, a leprechaun oh, that's outfit. That's right. When the Lakers, the Lakers came. So they lost that game. And then, yeah. you know, after the game, it was big announcement. The Lakers are coming tomorrow night. I'm like, Oh God. So I'm depressed. And now okay. I'm at ground zero. So everybody moved from the Staples center, all the fans to our building. <laughs> and it was and it was loaded you know with with and jimmy goes oh by the way you're gonna be dressed like a leprechaun tonight <laughs> this one makes you top five announcers i gotta and say you know what i like did this. so what? i put the leprechaun outfit on and then i heard you know deep fish and and so many of them and they're signing autographs because all of the lakers fans were in this building or outside surrounding the building but Kobe wasn't signing autographs. So, mm -hmm. so I had my leprechaun uniform on and I went to the green room and I started yelling loudly, listen, everybody, listen up. Kobe will not be signing autographs tonight. <laughs> I love it. Kobe, but if you want an autograph or a picture with the leprechaun, I'll be right over here. But Kobe <laughs> will not sign any autographs. People are throwing stuff at me. That's great. That's great. And now they're still to this day throwing stuff at you. But uh, <laughs> as, as a member of Defiant, it all checks out. All right, listen, Babyface, give us the numbers here. What's going on? Worst series finale in TV history. What did Twitter I say? I never even picked one. But oh, uh, you didn't? Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm on the Go phone ahead. with oh. my insurance company. Sorry. Megan, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to go recent. I'm going to say, I don't know if it's really the worst of all time, but I didn't enjoy it or the last season as much as most people's succession. I think I'm they kind of did that thing where they left it open like, oh, we could make a movie. No, it was one of the greatest TV shows of all time. So just end it. Like, end mm -hmm. it right. 
They left it to like, oh, we could make a spinoff movie. Oh, we could go somewhere else with it. And they're so popular that they see dollar signs and they could do that. But I'm not for that. Just end it. Money grab. They basically told everyone to f*** off is what you're saying. But yeah, I, I agree. So nobody wins in the end. So, all right. If you like that kind of thing, that's that's yeah. the finale. All right, Joel, go ahead. Let's let's see what is uh, what is the worst series finale, according to Twitter. According to Twitter, uh, with 16% of the vote in fourth place, Seinfeld. Ah. In third place with 18% lost. Mm-hmm. This is where it gets interesting. In second place with 25% of the vote, Ronda Rousey's MMA career. Mm-hmm. It was disappointing. With 41% of the vote, Dracarys, Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones is bad too. Eddie, even you didn't like Game of Thrones ending, right? I can't remember. As a uh, nerd book reader, I despised the last few seasons, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the last couple of se- yeah, I mean, especially, I don't know. I don't even know what happened. Uh, they really they really messed that up. But they're, they're, again, sequels all over the place for Game of Thrones, not necessarily with the main cast, but uh, it's never going to end, I don't think. All right, listen, let's take a quick break, and then we're going to play Cameo Over Under. You're going to love this, Dickie. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, it's time for the game that's sweeping the nation, guessing the price of celebrities' greedy participation. It's Cami Over Under. Grab some money from a jar. Get a message from a star. The price is what we really wonder. It's Cami Over Under. Over, over, under. Dickie, just a nice, catchy tune. You know, not no social. No, this guy named Dick Banks, another uh, Dick, another famous Dick. That's yeah, Adam's You know songs, Dick Banks? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know Dick It's all right. Don't dismiss it, Dickie. Not everything has to have a message oh, where you're in. It's Kenny your phone or something. Veranda. I like that. You get it. Yeah. He gets it. Yeah, um, like it. All right. So here's what's going to happen, Dickie. Babyface Joel Solomon is going to give us a name of someone who offers their services on Cameo. And then our crack staff production crew has set an over-under 
on how much they charge. We're going to guess if that actual fee, yeah, is over or under. We're going to do it three times. Dickie, you're not on Cameo, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you laugh? No. You're, uh, Listen, when you see some of these people, very successful. I am. I'm on Cameo, but I'm on Cameo as the leprechaun. I see. Oh, okay. he's not on Cameo, everybody. But Dickie. <laughs> signing autographs for free. <laughs> Dickie the Leprechaun. All right, uh, Joel, start us off with a name. I think we try to gear all of these towards you and Boston or whatever. So let's see what we come up with. We did. We did. Let's start with a Boston great World Series champion, Boston Hall of Famer, Cy Young winner, and tremendously overrated pitcher, Pedro Martinez. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Gotcha. Overrated. Hello, everybody. This oh. is Pedro, and I'm in Cameo. So whenever you need a shout-out to anybody or uh, just simply say hi, <laughs> don't forget to call me Pedro for you. Yeah, yeah. He's delightful. Look I at him. By the way, last week. He looks great. Megan, we had the, the other Pedro last week, right? The one from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. I have a feeling he yes. this one fetches a little more. Joel, what's the number for uh, Pedro Martinez? All right, fellas. It's over under $625. Fellas Why and fellas? ladies, come on. Is it Megan Joel? playing too? Honestly, I'm honored yeah. to be what called happened? a fella. That's a compliment. All right, fella. All right, let's let our guest fella guest, uh, take a first stab I at it. Over I, under I, 625 I feel like... I would love Pedro to send me a cameo. Somebody send me a Pedro cameo. Well, we can make that happen. Okay. I love that. <laughs> well, not a, I'm fishing for that. Five bucks. It ain't happening. Myself, <laughs> you shouldn't see the presents he gets me. <laughs> I just said I'd like, like that, so I'll never get ball? it. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> so I want anything over or under for my birthday yeah. after, right after my divorce, my from my first wife, <laughs> he sent me towels, but just his. His towel. Yeah. <laughs> that is, it came his or hers, but I, I held on to the hers. I feel, why rub it in? Remember when after right? living yeah. in the Roosevelt for a year? So I move yeah. out at the Roosevelt. So for my birthday that year, Sal gave me a gift certificate to the Roosevelt. <laughs> yeah, Megan, you complained living in a hotel for 28 days. Dickie was in for a year. Uh, a year the, the time. in a hotel? Yeah. A year. I, I lived in LA home. and like the Roosevelt. I'm in like. That's true. One in That's true. Connecticut. Ugh. You're in the Econo Lodge. In, uh, no, it's Fairfield. a Hyatt. Yeah. It's all right. You know. All right. Fine. Dickie, guess here. I think we only have. A all right. Minutes. Okay. Megan okay. I'll try to speed up. I think yeah. it's under, but not by much. Okay. Wait, what's our number Megan? again, Joel? Oh, six six twenty-five. Um, pretty close. Uh, I'll go under as well. I think it's more six hundred. Uh, all right, I'll go under. I mean, even if it's five five fifty, that's still a lot, right? Comparatively yeah. to to what we've seen, all three are going under. Uh, t tell us the bad news, Joel. We all screwed up. The right? bad news is Pedro Martinez is over at seven hundred ninety-nine dollars. Yeah. Wow. That's bittersweet. That's, that's bittersweet. That that's one like night. That. One night at the Roosevelt, pretty much. I think. So. <laughs> okay. That's Why true. is he an overrated? Uh, all right, pitcher. Oh, I, Joel's yeah. a Yankee fan. Oh, come on. Oh God, I yeah. didn't see that. I'm sorry. Does he throw an old man down? If he threw Don Zimmer down every single time, I would pay for the 800. <laughs> he placed him nicely. Okay. Don Zimmer was storming him like a wild bull. That's true. Who knows? He how grabbed him by his jowls right, and, and, and gently put him on the ground <laughs> so the old man wouldn't get hurt. <laughs> Who's second, Joel? All right. Do you know uh, who who was in Clueless, the movie Clueless on this call? So. Oh. 
uh, one Dickie Barrett Which was dang. crowd surfing wow. in, in the song, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. That is right. So was the actress Stacy Stacy Dash. Stacy Dash, okay. Hi, it's Stacy Dash. I am now on Cameo. Send me your requests, and it is my pleasure to answer them. Thank you. So excited. All right. Oh, Stacy. I think anybody whose name Stacy is automatically hot. That's a hot girl name for sure. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes, everybody named Stacy Augman. Paige is another one. Fam- Girls named Paige are always hot. Paige and Stacy, interesting. Yeah. Dash yeah. is a pretty hot last name too. Yeah. Did you meet her, Dicky, when uh, during filming? No, I was, I was bitter guy. I should one of another one of those things I should have enjoyed more while I was there, but instead I'm like, oh my you god, what cool. am I doing here? Yeah, I'm gonna. Hey, meet you never people. know. That's you can slide into her DMs. <laughs> yeah, or it's, it's, you're getting a Stacy Dash cameo. Central Air. <laughs> What's the number on Stacy uh, Dash? We're going over under hundred and seventy-five dollars. Oh, it's got to be wow. more. It's got to be more. Really? It does. For the love of, she was in Clueless. Yeah, I'm kind of with you <laughs> here. The I'm whole go uh, over. cast should get four grand. I'm going to go over to, I feel like Clueless is really, it's been a big comeback, especially like girls love to wear the little plaid and they love to put their Instagram captions as as whatever. So I think it's a big thing now. Um, (laughs) I'm taking over. I'm going under. I think a buck 25 would be plenty. No offense to Stacey and how excited she is about this process. That's nothing but offense. (laughs) (laughs) Joel. Is it offensive? Stacy Dash is under $153. Yes. Yes. All right. You can't let Sal win because he won last. I'm in the driver's seat here. Let's go. Let's go. $53. It's not even, that's not. ah. $153. Oh, $153 you said. I thought he said $53. But still under. Well, I don't even know where the three comes from. But go ahead, Joel. We're shipping off to Boston. This is uh, Boston Bach guy. Here we go. Boston bar guy. Oh, baby. Hi, everyone. How you do- How's everybody doing? Teddy. Teddy. Teddy just says to me, Dad, I'm already bored stiff. What the f*** are we going to do? Bruins let us down. Southerns let us down. Red Sox. I don't know about them. We got to wait for the Pats. What the f*** are we going to do? Also, I said, I don't What do you want to do, Dad? Teddy? Teddy says, I want to go on Cameo. Right, Teddy? Teddy? Teddy says, I want to go on Cameo. I said, what the f***? So Teddy goes, oh, well, don't worry, but I'll take care of it, Dad. So, so we're gonna we're gonna be on cameo. So anybody, if you want to hit me up, you know, just give me some material. Uh, you know, I can I can break balls. I can be nice. I can be whatever you want me to oh, be. Yeah. Just let me know. All right, hit me up. All right, later. So Joel, what the Boston Bar guy? I mean, I call Dicky Bar. That goes that goes for another 40, forty five minutes. No, so. not a good accent. Not a. Great Is he just a guy? He's just a guy. He's just like a regular Boston person. He's, uh, That's what a it townie? is. Maybe I, I don't, don't know. know. He All doesn't right. even have the right accent. I think we should check right, well, into what, this guy. What's his number? Nikki, are you looking for a dancer, maybe for the band? He's, uh, <laughs> All he's right. asking for is the price of a of a large regular coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. Large. Yeah. He doesn't need much more than that. What's up, guy? He didn't even say guy enough. He Over, say, yeah, yeah. guy. Over he under. Didn't over under thirty dollars. No. $30. I'll go first because uh, you guys need to catch up, but I'm going to say, oh my God, 30. This guy charges more than 30. It's because no, he's, he's a $25 guy. I'm going under. You guys have to go over to time me. 
You're right. We do have to go over. We do have to go over. I will take oh, yeah, we do. Right. Yeah, the yeah, pie sale, so over. we'll go over. Joel, give Although us the no one's giving Joel, anything. what is it? It's got to be. I don't know what he's money. charging, Joel. But no one's giving him it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is. So, muzzle tough. Congratulations. He ah. under yeah. $25.99. I win the last cameo over under. Where the music? is huge. <laughs> well, that's it. I did it, Megan. You did Sorry. It. You did it. You won. This is Congratulations. How I'm so happy for you. Dick, I don't think you really are. No. Dicky, we're gonna we have to sign off. Uh, uh, please promote the new song. We I love it. It's uh yeah. t- tell us anything else we need to know that I check us out at Defiant Dead Official, Instagram, the Defiant. We're you can get the music where most music is streamed. Um mm-hmm. I just wanted to say hello to you. It's good to see you, buddy. Great seeing you, pal. Thanks for coming on our our very last show. I think we had to pull the plug on it. Um, you know, uh, Megan and Eddie just weren't getting along. So, like, this is it. it this it's is a lot it. cheaper than sending them the therapy. The finale, we, we could make a TV show. show out of it, but I thought the finale was great. Uh, Seinfeld. Megan, give us all your wrestling gigs. Oh man, tomorrow WWE's the bump. We have. Hall of Famer Edge coming on the show. We got to sit down with the man, Becky Lynch, as she prepares to take on the Hall of Famer Trish Stratus. We got Chad Gable coming on live on the show. Um, And then, as always, Friday, the SmackDown Lowdown on Peacock and Monday's Raw Talk immediately after Raw. My God, that's a lot. And a special, I'm not supposed to say anything, special uh, reunion between Megan and her kidney. At 100 to 1 odds. Yep, so yep. look for that. Actually, my kidney's uh, in LA, and at some point I'm going to come meet the guy in LA. So I'll let you oh, all really? know when I'm there, and we could all maybe have a your, kidney party. Your kidney's still at Taylor Swift at SoFi. Yep. Your kidney never left. I don't know yep, how it happened. That's right. All right. So, Megan, Megan good luck with Megan your place Conley. in Connecticut. Thanks. Hopefully it doesn't set oh, fire. Nice. I appreciate that. Yeah, don't, don't burn that <laughs> down. For Megan Conley and Dickie Barrett, I'm Sal saying, remember, it's never funny until someone loses money. Goodbye. Goodbye.